following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Oxnard, week two of training camp. Nate, Shannon, got a couple of special guests on the show. Broadus, welcome back to the show. Appreciate that. And a very unfamiliar face that kind of disappeared. Disappeared. Well, actually never been on this show. So. I've never been on the show. Taylor Stern, welcome yes. to the show for the first time ever. Hanging with the boys and Tay. Yeah, that's right. And girl. <laughs> and girl. So what's been happening, Taylor? Just hanging out, enjoying this nice weather, mm-hmm. hanging out with these guys a lot. Yeah. Nate bringing wisdom every day. Nate always brings wisdom. Broadus just watching tape, grinding on the tape. Yeah, I got to figure this thing out, Tay. What? So Broadus, what do, update us. What you seeing on the tape, man? Mm-mm, no, 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 no. no what? No. what? We only have her for one segment, so let's segmentize her. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. seg- you start it. Yeah. Segmentize her. So, Tay. Uh, <laughs> Tay what? It, it's, it's, it's good to see you here. It's good to see that you missing uh, doing, your, doing your thing here on the Star Network. <laughs> uh, what's your take on camp? I mean, what, what's your feel? What, is it any players that you've been watching and trying to keep an interest in? Or are you just... Thank kind of you, moving Nate. on, yes. Yes, my take on camp is that it was a tad boring the first few days. And by right. boring, you know, they were just in their shirt and shorts, no pads. Right. Now we've gotten in pads. You're seeing a little bit more. You know, your guy, Tyrone, has been the most vocal guy out there. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, Lance Lenore got a little chippy, which I like to see. Right. He's one of those guys that worked out with Dak a lot. Right. Um, no, I think it's good. I think guys in particular that I'm looking at, and we were just talking about him before, is Byron Jones. Yeah. But then Brian made a good point earlier. He's had a few really good training camps sure. in his career. Yeah. But then it's what do you do after? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's made you know he's made a lot of starts. We talk about 48 games that he's played. But, uh, you know, we have seen this a little bit from Byron Jones where, yeah, last year he probably was your training camp MVP. And you're hopeful, and you're like, okay, great. He's going to, here we go, Byron Jones, Pro Bowl. And then, you know, and then he has just kind of a, an okay season. I'm, I'm very hopeful with, with what we've seen with Chris Richard. I'm interested in what you, you know, you're, you're one of those people that likes to get in the middle of things. So you and Chris Richard are kind of the same when it comes to your job, you're getting in the middle of things like that. But I'm hopeful with, with Chris Richard that he, can, that he can get Byron Jones to that next level. You know, he, you know, we've seen him at right corner. He's made some really nice plays, some athletic plays, and I'm hopeful that it's just, you know, the training camp it carried up to the next level for him. Did you see Chris Richard yesterday? Did you see when they were doing the offensive-defensive line drills? Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of come to this end of this field. You guys have a good view of that over here. But they were on the other side doing a couple wide receiver DB drills. And one of the guys, I think, picked off Blake Jarwin. Yeah. And he's like, run through their drill. Who cares? They yeah. don't care. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we haven't seen that before. Well, it's different with him. I, I think that, and, and Jason Garrett even addressed that today a little bit, that he's okay. You know, he, Nate, you guys are from that era where there was a lot of coaching involved. There was a lot of hard, tough practices. That's Jason Garrett's background. 
when you talk about, hey, you know, he's like, I'm okay with all the, the, the kind of the, the jawing back and forth, the push and the shove, and, you know, he, he's, he's all okay. Some coaches don't like that. I know the guy, I saw a story of the guy in Tampa, uh, he's like, I have no time for fights. I have no time for that kind of stuff like that. You know, but, you know, he, Jason Garrett does come from an era where you guys were pretty competitive in that way, yeah, coaches know, and players. You know, this is, this is what's amazing, and this is what's been dead around here for maybe three or four years, five, longer than that. You, you guys have been here long enough to, to see a lot of training camps. And the first thing I noticed when I walked out here with the new, the new guys, I'm talking with Jason guys, is – you could not, in Jimmy's era, you could not out-coach our coaches vocally. You would have Tony Wise on this and the Offensive field. Offensive line coach, yeah. Coaching loud vocally so you will understand what he's saying. You will have one stat with his guys, who was the defensive coordinator. You would hear him. If Tony got quiet just one octave, you will hear one stat. You will hear Butch Davis over here. Defensive line, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and, and so it's been like, you know, going to, you know, to, to a monastery. You yeah. Know, everything's quiet. Hey, where'd he go? Then you get Rob Marinella, and he's a fresh Excuse breath. Me. You know, and you hear him coaching. Now you got coaching, coaching. Now you got Coach Bloom coaching. Yeah. And I'm not saying the other coaches that were here are not coaching, but in the grind of a camp, when you become that, okay, fellas, let's get going, versus, hey, fellas, get your – hey, man, I'm not standing for that. This is how – Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. getting the guy attention, waking the guy up. And I'm not saying that this is going to make this team a playoff team or whatever, but guys are going to get used to being coached. And they're young guys and they're very receptive. And, I, and, and when I saw that on film, it just, it just reminded me of the old days, man, when guys was, was excited about playing so you as a player if you're a low-key player that's one thing but if you're a player that runs off the juice like most college players are right right young team yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i got a, i got a question for you taylor oh i was you, gonna ask you you've got a a very unique special relationship with coach marinelli yes like my he's, grandpa he's almost like seriously like yeah, no just, seriously he's, he's not lying he's yeah he's like taking you under his wing and he gives you books to read and he prints things out that he gives the players and gives that to you to read what have you you know, people that don't know him, when you see him coaching, he's an animal. Like, he's cussing and <laughs> oh, he's screaming. And he's yeah. yeah. But he's the most soft-spoken, reserved person off the field. What have you learned from him? And what can you tell, like, the fans that are listening about him as a man and as a coach? Is that he cares about his players as men. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I think I really built my relationship up with him my second year. So it would have been probably the 2016 season we started kind of sharing – books sharing different readings different things like that and you're right he's very philosophical with his teachings Merlin Olson he gave me a huge thing on him last night yeah and then of course you know just some of his little symbols but I think the best thing and Dave wrote an amazing article about Charles Tapper so he really cares about these guys as men you know you see him out there with Randy Gregory coming back from everything he's been dealing with Tyrone Crawford that even when David Irving was here practicing he was with him but he's just he's so incredible in the way he teaches and the goals he sets. One time he was opening his phone in front of me and I could see he had been texting I think maybe his, you know, D line group, et cetera, or yeah. something. And he had just been sending them readings. He's just like pumping them up with like mind stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and getting them ready. You mentioned Randy Gregory. What's the latest brought us? I heard maybe he's practicing this afternoon. Yeah, they took him. They took him off NFI, which means they were they, now that allows him to practice in the walkthroughs and the stuff like that this morning. I, I, Jason Garrett was even talking about it today that he says, no, no, we just need to get him. We're still going to take our time with him and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he's it, it, going to be, you know, and yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm with Nate's you. Nate's rubbing his head, rubbing his head too, and so, but no, it's going to be more about the the stuff they do, the morning walkthroughs, get him acclimated for that. I don't anticipate him doing anything this week, and I maybe even next week we can see him leading up to. I mean, there's a couple of practices before they actually play. I don't see him playing. I was very hopeful, guys, that we were able to see him this week. That that. Maybe today he was going to get more involved and then, you know, maybe practice three days in a row, take Friday off, and then get him ready for potentially for the blue and white scrimmage on Sunday. But it doesn't look like that's the case. They're really, really taking their time with, with Randy Gregory. Why are you rubbing your head, Nate? I mean, so we, we what he's, he's, he's out of the Pampers, and, and now he's got the little shorts we pull up. <laughs> Only he yeah. can say that, And he right? tell us when he can use the restroom. Six-time Pro Bowl, you know three-time Super us when Bowl he winner. Use the Next thing you know, we're going to break him off the pacifier. He you know can, what I'm saying? He can tell us when he needs to use the restroom. Yeah, hey. <laughs> come on, man. This guy's 24 years old. Let him play. You know, and – and I'm not saying let him bang, bang, bang. Yeah. But as far as getting in there with walkthroughs, getting in there with yeah. guys on individual, yeah. I mean, if you feel like his legs is going or something, you know, if something ain't clicking, you can take him out of that. I mean, now, and don't, you know, okay, don't do no team. Don't don't get physical. But you, a walkthrough, a, a walkthrough, come on, man. Well, the thing that, the thing that I was worried about, guys, and I, I've said it on our show in the morning, was I was worried that the league was going to say Randy couldn't practice. You know, remember they yeah. were talking about. Yeah. And so my, my thought was all of a sudden here we get the, the, the go-ahead from the league. Yes, the aftercare program's in place. Here we go. Now he's allowed to practice. I was sitting there thinking, okay, this is going to be practicing sooner than later. And this, this Oxnard time, it could be a little monotonous with practice, the, you know, the schedule the way it is. But, you know, if you're missing training camp practices – you know, that's your foundation. That's your foundation. He's absolutely right. When you get back to the star, it's going to be about they have one cut, that final cut. But a lot of guys find ways to practice well, and then they get reps during the preseason games, and then they find ways to make the team. It, 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 it appears to me that my attitude about Randy Gregory is going to have to make this team is probably absolutely wrong. Because now, to me, it's like they're going to put Randy Gregory on this 53. You know, I don't, I don't see with the way that they're saying, oh, we're taking things slow. If they really wanted to find out about Randy Gregory, they would find out, like Nate says, throw him out there, let him practice, let him, you know, let him see if he can play in the blue-white scrimmage, let him see if he can play against the 49ers, let him see if he can play, you know, in these preseason and games. My thing is not even that, play, okay, if you not even play him in the preseason game, in the blue-and-white game, that's fine. But – not letting him go through the walkthroughs. Well, he's going through the walkthroughs you know, now. Yeah, he did not the walk now, to, yeah. today. To, today, today. That should have happened last week. Mm-hmm. A, a walkthrough, the NFL, you you fought, hey, man, we, we, wrote, we wrote dissertations, speeches, everything. Team members showed up. Mr. Jones showed up. Let this guy back. Give him a chance. He deserves He's done everything. He's rehabbed. And all of a sudden, hey, man, walkthrough's too hard. Walk, walk, walk. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Speaking of the blue lights. Dude, 24. Blue Light Scrimmage is Sunday, August the 5th. It's going to be appearances and autographs from Rowdy, the official yeah. basket of the Cowboys. They're going to have a youth combine out here. 
and authentic Cowboys merchandise for the whole family. Yeah, I've been out there. Been out there to the trailer. They got a couple of big trailers set up out there, and uh, everything looks good. So yeah, come in. They got a big field over here too on the other side as well. To uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. Go ahead on, Bryce. Yeah, Jamal Bryce. I want her to read as soon as Broadus get through, see if she can do better. <laughs> Go ahead on. He doesn't think you're reading. I don't know. I love competition, babe. <laughs> Go for it. Go for Blue it. Blue and white yeah. scrimmage yeah. Sunday, August 5th. Appearances and autographs from Rowdy, the official mascot of the Dallas Mate, Cowboys. So you are sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's just she, she pushing. She jumped all over you, dog. You want a second shot? Uh, no, I was <laughs> just trying to <laughs> casually slip it in, and I, you made oh, a production out of oh, it. Uh, no, I was just saying, oh. Oh, hey, you try to be smooth with it, man. My girl <laughs> just laid the Lord out on you, man. I'm so sorry. No, if I'd but gone no. before, I would have read it the oh, same way. Man. And <laughs> see, one thing I like about Broadus, and this is this, one thing. This one is, thing. You know, I tell you, this, no, this is what I love about Broadus. Okay, I got a brother that's a police officer, was ex-police officer, and I got a, a best friend that's a police officer. And they are so observant of everything. And they, and they tell me, say, Nate, just because I don't have on a uniform, that don't mean I'm not observant. You read that thing halfway through, and by the time you got through, Broadus was telling you where everything was stationed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. Like, <laughs> he's so observant, and that's the scout in him. Yeah. I mean, he could be talking at the breakfast table, just talking, talking, talking. And you which a, is a problem. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Nate's like Nate looks at me at breakfast. It's serious. Nate looks at me like, "Why are you even talking to me right now?" Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, Nate, hey, did you see that? Then he goes, he goes, he's just looking at me like, man, just it's okay, quiet, quiet. Man. just make it quiet. quiet. The best quiet. is when Brada starts going, okay, 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 let me give you this. Would you rather? Yeah. yeah. And then he give you the one, the one day killers like yeah. gas chamber, gas chamber last meal, no, last no, meal, gas oh, chamber. Taylor, in. what would be your last? Your gas what? chamber meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you were going to the gas chamber, you got twelve hours to live. I truly do know this, but this shows you <laughs> my modest living I grew up on. Um, Spam. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse, I think. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, well, I, yeah. love, I love Texas Roadhouse. She's getting a spot. Reason. Texas Roadhouse is now on the phone to Tay. What would you I wish. <laughs> I wish. You going to pull a law-abiding citizen? You ever seen that movie? Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> the steak knife, right? Yeah, the, yep. steak, the steak bowl. Yeah. Yep. It would be start off, obviously, with the amazing uh, cinnamon rolls type right. things that they have. Right. You know, just start it off. Lots of butter. That's one of the places you, spit the, you get the peanuts yep. on the floor, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. Butter was my yeah. first word as a baby, so. So, you know, that says where I'm at in life. And then, uh, of course, a pre-meal Caesar salad. No anchovies. That's disgusting. Oh. Then you go into your – brought us like some. Then you go into your eight-ounce medium-rare <laughs> steak mm-hmm. with a baked potato. All the – Smothered. Smothered. Yep, yep, all the way. And then, of course, you end it off with um, some cheesecake and red wine on the side because yeah. you're classy. <laughs> yeah. Because you're classy. Can you have alcohol in the gas chamber? Yeah, you can have. It, I think they'll give you a beer. You. I yeah. think they'll give you a beer. You can't yeah, get trash. Well, they might give you give a, beer. a glass of one ninety proof. That way I just, <laughs> just try and end it right there. Yeah. Nah, they're gonna get out. They ain't gonna deprive themselves of the, of smoking yeah. you out with the gas. <laughs> Man, this is a positive show. <laughs> so Tay, you never get to come on this show. What would you like to ask a former Super Bowl champ and yeah. Pro Bowler, Brian Barras? Yeah. <laughs> if you could ask him one question, we always talk. Was he gonna be really honest? I don't know. That's a great question. You're going to be really honest with me, Nick. You ever know me tell you a tale? Yeah, but the nah. truth. Nah. <laughs> okay, okay. I've a lot of tales, but they're always the truth. If you, if you ask an hey, honest question. Who was know. the first person you called after you won your first Super Bowl? Everybody was there, my family. So you didn't oh, have to. Oh, I have called nobody. 
Who would have been one person you would have called if they weren't there? Would have been your mom? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody was there. So that's a good question because that's a good question. everybody was yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I'd want everyone yeah, there, too. My, my mom, how my many dad. You, how many people did you bring to Super Bowl? Uh, probably about 25. You had really? to get yeah, all those tickets, uh, too. Yeah, but Mrs. Jones gave us gave us 50. Oh, dang. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Mrs. Jones. Let me tell you something. They have really we, – we, we would have – he would give us about twenty five or thirty, but yeah. if you if you if he like you, yeah, a few you know, more, you, yeah, you get a few we more. We get one. And then, <laughs> right. you know, I'm gonna tell you what's so, what's you so get one. Tell you what's so amazing is uh, they would give us these Super Bowl tickets, and and the smart teams would say, okay, all you guys who want to buy tickets, and I'm talking about the, the Sharks, yeah, yeah, would bring the you know let let them you know Suitcases three or four guys, yeah. and man, the, the <laughs> just pop it open, yeah. and they'll tell you, okay, this section. You yeah. got this section. This is what we paying. No non-negotiable. Yeah. If you got this section, this is what we paying. And uh, when they would talk about, and see, back in the day, he, Mr. Jones would give us thirty. Yeah. A few thirty, uh, thirty yard lines and a few forty yard lines. Yeah. You know, and if you that's were, the difference between yeah. about six or seven thousand dollars a ticket. Yeah. And man, I told my wife, I said, now you can bring your family. I, I can bring you home ten grand. Which. <laughs> Yeah. Money. Yes. Yeah. Man, bang, bro. Baby. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, it's amazing Tell, yeah. it, it, about players. Players will do an interview for a T-shirt. Right. But, you you know, that if, if you know, if they'll do an interview for a T-shirt right. or $1,000. You know, guys get paid. I mean, every Tuesday you get a huge check. check and yeah. you didn't get a huge check. But you offer a guy like $1,000. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> like, well, I'm we in. just did that. I'm, I'm, to, I'm totally in. Or is it, what do I get out of this? Yeah. Oh, you get uh, you get a dinner for four at you know. Uh, as long as you get, as long as you're getting something, you got to get something. something you yeah. got to get a T-shirt. You got to yeah. get money. You got to get it's something out of the deal. You're not going to do it just for free. They um, did that DCM Pro Shop photo shoot with uh, yeah. Leighton Vander Esch and yeah. uh, Michael Gallup today, and they were like trying on the shirts. There, do we get to keep these? Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were like, yeah, you do. And they're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. swag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. These guys, are, yeah, some of those guys, I, I remember. Some of them make yeah, millions, Some of them make millions of dollars. Every Tuesday, they might get a, they get a check in their bank account for $750,000. Yeah. But you, you say, hey, listen, I got something for you to do. How much do I get out of it? You get two grand. I'm in. I mean, this this, this like, is the amazing thing. They will thing. do anything for like a shirt, two grand, whatever. If Doesn't they matter. like you, yeah. you get that deal. Yeah. If they don't like yeah. you, it got to be cash. If I don't yeah. like you, nah. Yeah. Yeah. But if I like you, hey, man, I'll take you out to dinner. Hey, man, you, we, we're yeah. kicking over at the crib. Oh, yeah, for my boy or my friend, yeah, yeah. you do it. You'll, get, you'll sell off anything. If you invite, you go ask a player to do something, we can kick it at my crib. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, b- back in the day. <laughs> Our organization was that, the that Cowboys has always been the Cowboys, <laughs> but we didn't kick it with like like now how we are with yeah. these, the media how media is how DallasCowboys dot com media yeah. is with everybody that you didn't get in back then with everybody. Really? So, yeah, nah, nah. You had you know the scouting department was the scouting department, the coaches was the coaches, and the players was the players. And you had to be unique to get in either. The scouts weren't letting the players in. Mm-hmm. The coaches just went, you know, you had to be unique in who you were to get, to get, in, to to get, get in into each circle. In circle. Now, you know, they blow a horn and you see all the scouts pushing up and everybody else joining them and pumping up and, you know. <laughs> yeah, to go back to, to Broadus's point, I think when you get to this level in this day and age where you don't do anything for free, yeah, it's more just like, 
you showing them that you appreciate their time. Oh, sure. And it's like you said, it could be a T-shirt, but it's something. Yeah. I'll give you a couple of jerseys. Hey, it could be anything. How it's about just showing that you appreciate them taking time. How about time. the thing we do in June when they go around to all the various stations? The media day? They get so excited when they get, oh, my last check. My last check mark I got. So now they get to go get the goodie bag. Right. So there might be some good sunglasses. Uh, Stetson. You know, some Stetson hats. Uh, exactly. A, an iPad, whatever. I mean, they, they're like, they get excited about yeah. going to get the goodie bag. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 972-497-4400 is our show number. Oh, I thought you had that memorized. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. It I does. do. See, it say 972-497-4400. You read it though. Yeah. That's not memorized. No, I, I looked at it just for a PowerPoint like uh, Miss Taylor did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Taylor, before we go to break, because I know I just saw your buddy Lindsay. Well, I saw she just passed by? Yeah. Her, well, I saw Jeremiah. So Jeremiah's Jeremiah. not far behind. So, departing question or question from me to you What have you, because you've been out at all the practices, what have you been the most excited to see or what player has caught your eye that you were like, okay, that's somebody I'm watching during camp? We all, we've all looked at number 19. Uh, the big wide mm, receiver. Mikhail McKay, you know, he played mm-hmm. with Alex at Arkansas. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Okay. He went there and then he went to Cincinnati. Um, you know, my guy out at this camp, I feel like I already said him, was Byron Jones. But, you know, I always love to see Dan Bailey, and there were a lot of question marks about him. Yep. Only missed one kick at all of these practices. Yep. This and that was the first day, right? First day. That was the Wide first right. day. <laughs> So, everyone out there, you can feel good about your fantasy team. So, I'm going to go with uh, Dan Bailey because I don't feel like anyone else is going to say him. And then if I had to do an honorable mention. Is there anybody that you've seen that you've been like, okay, who's that guy? What's his name? Because he, he's impressed me. This one's a random one. Was 64, Antoine Woods. Yeah. Defensive tackle. Yeah. That, you know what? Nate has been tooting his horn for the last week. He likes yeah, that. I, you know, I just wait. I just preseason – Preseason is going to give us a lot of these guys, man, especially the first two preseason sure. games. He's going to give us a lot of answers on these guys. Antoine yeah. Woods. Hey, guys, I like your show. It's really fun Thanks. here and our nice. Fun. Our show's awesome. And entertaining. Yeah, we're unlike Snake's show where he just, you know, that's that not a good show. That is Snake Eagleton. It's a terrible show. You hanging out, Broadus? I'll be here. All right, Broadus is hanging out. You're going to catch Lindsay. Yep. And me and Nate will be here sweating. It's hot today. The sun's beating down <laughs> on us. How about this black I'm wearing today? <laughs> it's, it's 85 and we're complaining I wear that black it's hot. All, I wear black all the time. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. It's pretty hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. 
I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back hanging with the boys. Oxnard, California. Come see us. We're out here July the 26th through August the 16th. Free admission to come watch practice. Rowdy's out here signing autographs. Players are out here. Sometimes they sign autographs after practice. Oh, just all kind of good stuff happening. The weather's amazing. If you're in the area, stop by. Maybe you can even catch our show. What's going on over there, Broadus? You tangled up? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. It's 78 degrees and the table is hot. The so table is 900 man, degrees. I wonder if we were in Dallas. With 95 oh. degrees, we couldn't oh, put our hands no, no, no. on this table, you man. You couldn't even get around this table. Yeah, in Dallas, wow. So. We got a caller on the line. I guess, Nate, you called that number work. 972-497-4400. Yes, sir. We got Joel in Dallas. What's going on, Is Joel? Is Joel Eagleson the actor? <laughs> no, oh, okay. not the actor. Okay, all hey, right. I got, I got two quick questions. Anyone can weigh in on this, but I'm sort of directing these at Nate. Nate, I've, I've heard you say before that your era – uh, cowboy line was more uh, what you called road graders. This group is a little more athletic. Yes. Given the differences in the offense, mm. I'm curious. From your era, is there a guy on the line who could have played on this line successfully and started? And the second question is: Every time I see Taco Charlton, I look, I see Tony Tolbert, and I mean that as a compliment. And I was hoping you'd weigh in on that. Thanks, guys. Uh, okay, guys. Well, two really good yeah, questions. Guys, that awesome question. Guys good questions. that can play. And uh, in this era, that uh, Mark Stepnoski, Mark Tuane, Eric William, and Larry Allen, I know for a fact, could play in this era. Okay, I think his question is of this mm-hmm. current group: who could play back uh, then? Who could of your starting five, Super Bowl five? Who could be a starter of the current group when you're talking about Smith? And you're talking about Connor Williams. Well, can, you're Smith, talking, can Smith start with our group, or can we start with their group? Can they start with your group? Can they start with your group? Your group, he, he wants to know uh, of your group, uh, which Tyra- one of these guys could be on your group and, and, and replace, and replace, I'll take it a step further, and replace one of your guys. Oh, Sorry. That ain't working? That ain't okay, working. let's step it back Tyron then. Tyron Smith may be the only one. Let's step it okay. back. Make it beat two of the out. Who could have played with you guys? Who could have Who could have been? A starter? Yeah, none? None. So you're saying that the one guy that the one might, guy, the one guy that might have been replaceable. The one guy that might have been replaceable. Might have been. I'm saying might have been. I'm not saying. It's yeah, Tuane. It's Mark Tuane. Mark Tuane. And Mark Tuane was a hell of a football player. Yeah. And you're he just saying a, maybe. maybe. You're saying maybe. I learned something yesterday about him, though. This man's love for Mark Stepnowski. Yeah. And you're talking about an undersized center. Yeah. Smart, tough. 265, 275 pounds. Athletic. Call out your – not only call out his own assignments. Call Call out out my assignments. Yeah. You know – So you're thinking Travis Frederick – Travis Frederick, not even close between – No, he ain't taking a step job. No, sir. Nah. And this this is like all pro linemen here. They are future Hall of Famers. Yeah. 
no, no, bro. And it ain't got nothing to do with because I played with him. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Wow. Now, if Kevin Gogan was starting, they yeah. could, you know, easily replace mm-hmm. Kevin yeah. Gogan. Right. If you was going with uh, one of our other guys that we had before Eric got here, yes. Yeah. But once we got Eric Williams, Larry Allen, Step, I don't think he ain't played with Step, but uh, me and two and, 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 and it'll, it'll, it'll be a push. Because, and I'm not trying to be funny enough. No, you're not. I'm you're not trying to be funny. But Lawrence Taylor and Mark Tuanay, Lawrence Taylor needs to never get nothing on yeah, Tui. Yeah. And, and, and you're and, talking about potentially, yeah, potentially yeah. he would be the guy that might be the replaceable yeah. player of with Tyron Smith. Yeah, right? yeah. Jeez. No, I'm just, I did not expect that answer. That's, that's a awesome. great nah, question, nah, too, great by the question. way. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, no, nah, you can bring Tony Wise here. Yeah, we don't, man. Uh, see, and that, and when you're trying to replace errors, that's why I don't play the error game. Sure. Because how we played football back then is not how they play football now. And right. I respect tremendously how they play football now, and uh, these guys are great. Potential. I mean, you talk about our center, uh, Fredericks. Yeah. Potential Hall of Famer. Yeah. At the, ro- the road he's on. Yeah. You talk about Tyron Smith, the road he's on, potential Hall of Famer. But you talk about the road that definitely the president, the right guard, yeah. definitely Zach the president, man. Oh, my God. I mean, awesome, can do it all, but they're a, diff- they're, they're a different style. Man, we, we lined up to maul- We lined up to dominate you. We lined up yeah. to take your heart. We, we didn't care how athletic uh, – name some of the players – that we played defensive, right, that you was block. outstanding athletes. We didn't care. Yeah. We like we played John Randall. Yeah. The best thing you could do to John Randall is trap him. Yeah. Uh, let He's him get a, he wants field. to get the field, yeah, knock him out, run draws, yeah. and all. We didn't care. Chris Dolman just yeah. drive him up the yeah. field. Yeah. We, we didn't care. Yeah. It's like we gonna punish you, bro. Yeah. We gonna figure out a way to get you deep in the game, and once we get you deep in the game. And we up seven points going into the fourth quarter. We finna roll grade you, and no matter see, who it was. See, I'm interested to see because okay, what if you could play? What if you could play? Because the guy that fits what you're talking about mm. is Zach Martin, right? Yeah. To me, Zach yeah. Martin is a finisher, yeah. a fighter, and all that. What if Zach Martin played tackle for you guys? Would he? Would he be a starter? What if he wasn't a guard? Not, not, W- what if he came out of Notre Dame like he was a he was a starting tackle at Notre Dame? What if he would have played tackle it with your with your team? But see, you, you're talking about taking Eric Williams. Yeah. No, bro. So, not, so Larry, yeah, no, Larry. Because and see, and, and then I go back. You got some great defense line. We talking about Aaron Donald. Yeah. And we talk about how great he is. We yeah, talk about Joe J- Brown. No, no listen, listen. Said, yeah. We talk about JJ Watts and how great he yeah. is. We, we just talk about a few guys. And let me explain to me. Yeah. We talk about a few guys that are great on certain teams. Yeah. Name the Philadelphia Eagles front line when Jerome Brown was alive. Uh, I think it was Reggie White, Jerome Brown, uh, Clyde Simmons, and was it Mike Golick? Mike Golick and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. Mike Pitts. Mike First Pitts round pick yeah, for the yeah, yeah, Atlanta yeah, Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Brother, they, if Jerome Brown would have stayed alive, that was a future Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, no Reggie question. White. Yeah. You had uh, Clyde Simmons, yeah. 16 sacks in one season. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, and we had Seth, they had Seth Joyner. Yeah. And they had Byron Evans at linebackers. Right. Now you take these same guys and you put them on any team. Yeah. And, 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 each, and each one of them will stand out individually. Mm-hmm. But one team had these players. Yeah. You go to Charles Mann on the Redskins. You go to uh, Derek uh, Manley. Then yeah. I can't think of the other cats they had uh, on, on one team. It, it wasn't a question mark because we had no Sarah cap man, man and you could cool. not move. Yeah. So you you were allowed if you were had a great discounting department, yeah. you were allowed to accumulate great players and keep them at no at no matter what cost. Yeah. That is not the, the the deal now. Yeah. So you may face two de- two nice defensive linemen. What the Rams have assembled this off season? Yeah. If when Donald come in, Dumacon Sue, yeah. Brockers, yeah. come on, man. They got rid of Quinn though too. Yeah, they had Quinn. Yeah. yeah, and a good linebacker. They they traded for with the uh, with the Giants is the Giants of the Redskins. They had a good linebacker, uh, the Rams. Yeah, you know that they, they traded a something away, but brother, that's see me. I don't I don't compare errors because it was no Sarah cap and it was no movement. When you normally got a player, you developed him. He became who he was, and he was a bulldog. Can you imagine facing that uh, two times a year and then sometime in the playoff in the first round with, the, with Reggie White Eagles? Yeah. And then he, he ain't do us no favors by going over to Green Bay, and they no, had a stout defensive line. Yeah, but, they, but you guys knew how to block us. But, see, that's – You knew but, how to block us. We see, had no shot against you guys. You had to – Gilbert Brown couldn't you you killed Gilbert Brown in games because you and Gilbert Brown are the same type of players. Yeah, belly to belly, fight, belly fight, up, grease fire. Yeah, it is belly, <laughs> big cup. body banging. Yeah, no, all and, day. No, that's what it was. It was two big. It was two big bodies on top of each other the whole game. Bodies. And see, this is what I try to tell people. Santana Dodson, you guys kicked go, him up the go, field. Go to the New York Giants at the end of Lawrence Taylor's career. You had you had him. You had Banks. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, a young Strahan. Yeah. You, and what's what's the other uh, big defensive tackle they had? Uh, I can't even think of his name. They, they, they wasn't no slouch, man. Yeah. You had a nice uh, linebacker, Peppers. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. These was all guys on one team. This is a division talking about. If you didn't have a dominant offensive line, you, you, didn't win. you, you ain't going to win because this division. You had the Red, you had the Redskins win one year. You had the Giants, what, two years, three years right. later, you had the Giants right. win. Yeah. And, and then you had us win mm-hmm. yeah. back to back. That's the NFC East I'm talking about. Yeah. And, the low, and the low Bulldog was the Cardinals. Yeah. We had the Cardinals back then. Yeah. We had a five-team division, bro. Mm-hmm. And, see, that's why I can – I will marvel at athletic ability to, you know – because if I would have had the athletic ability and the discipline yeah. to stay at 315, yeah. I, I, I played, what, 13, 14 years? I could have played 15, 16 years. Yeah. And that's what I well, admire about Frederick. Let me ask you this, though. You think you'd have been any good at 315 pounds? Oh, man, I'd probably been sweeter than, uh, sweeter than yeah, grease. You think so? Oh, man. Was, Were you quick enough? I'd been like a line? catfish in a hot grease skillet in the, out in the wilderness, bro. <laughs> that sounds damn good right yeah, now, by the way. Yeah, it'll be but, jumping around. But I'm just telling you, really, you think that? Because you were such a – I mean, Brother, big and power was such I, a – When I played at I my best, I was 320. Ga- when really? I played at my best, I was 320. I remember when they threw me out at right tackle, man, and that's when I really realized how great the uh, – division was. Yeah, those remember E.J. Jr.? Remember oh, yeah. E.J. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona, Harvey, yeah. Remember Harvey? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all these, Eric Hill? Eric Hill. Brother, we had yeah. 
we had thumpers across the board because what happened was when the Redskins became with the Hogs and became yeah. who they were, yeah. it's like Running our the whole football. division changed over. Yeah. The heck of Parcells and his Giants, yeah. they had they knew they had every run known to man. Phil Sims just passed when it was necessary. Yeah. But they had every run known to man. They beat you with defense. Yeah. And so Jimmy fired – the 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 uh the the weights the strength coach yeah he fired the strength coach he fired half the training staff mm-hmm. he's like if we can't run the ball and yeah. we can't be physical guys off his line everybody that's concerning that got to go so you like the plan that they have right now running the football uh, yeah I do I do see, because but it, see people say oh they're not creative enough no they are they are and I think what they got away from last year when they had to get a new left guard yeah. was they got away from the athletic skills of letting them pull, yeah. letting them get out in the open space, right. letting them cut and get with the traps and stuff like that. I think they, they lost a lot of that. You know, we didn't the see runner. as many screens. Yeah, yeah. the runner. So, but, but, but wait, now last year you said that they needed to move folks around. Now you're saying they are creative enough. No, what I'm saying is you're not listening to me. I don't the listen guy, very well. The guys that we have on the <laughs> offensive line. That's what these headphones line, are for. <laughs> no, but the guys that we have on the offensive line, when we had Ron O'Leary, uh, uh, Tyron Smith, uh, the big center we got now. Frederick. The president. And, 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 and Doug uh, Free. And Doug Free. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was one of the best lines I thought they had in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really believe that because now y- – y- all we talked about every other week was, man, look, look, look how the president is out, out in open field. Look how our center's out in open field. Look at the screens. Look at this. Look how they just, uh, you know, ran the power. You know, brother, the quick little screen where, the, where Tyron turning and running out there, getting a picking off an uh, outside linebacker. We got away from that. I'm talking about using the players that you have on the field and doing many things. That's what our offensive line didn't do a lot of, I felt, last year. Now, Broaddus, you watched the film. No, nah, man, you and I, we, you and yeah. I were, we watched the games together, yeah. and, and you didn't want to watch games with Nate and I. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I was a lot more violent than Nate. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to tell, I mean, tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. We was, it was hey, just, <laughs> just trying to start, right? Just fill in wherever we had to start, Y'all right? Y'all talking about in the hey, studio. Oh, the yeah. Green, yeah. Coach and Ty's on. Coach and Ty's. Because you do the pregame show, then you watch the game, and then you do the postgame show, right? So, it's Green Bay game, right? Yeah. We going down the score. It's first and first and goal or first and ten and brought us out of nowhere. He he says a bad word, then he said, We should score right here. We should take a knee and run down the clock. And I said, No, nah, bro, no, nah, bro. Let him let him score. We need to score. Bro, I said, I'm telling you, we'll lose the game. And I said, he didn't say nothing else. First down, we ran the ball. I think second down, we tried to throw a fade. fade. (laughs) Then we scored. We just lost the game. <laughs> hey, hey, what happened? We, what happened? Hey, man. Lost the game. <laughs> Brother, I said, well, brothers, give us a, give the defense a chance. This is freaking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then who missed the tackle? Uh, it was Xavier, Xavier Wood. Missed Wood. the tackle. He still yeah. to this day said, I'm concerned about Xavier's open field tackle. <laughs> he missed one in the Rams game, too, back-to-back games. Hey, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. Now I'm laughing. But back then I was like, funny. you jinxed us. No, Nate, you should know that from Louisiana, Nate, not the Nate, jinx. We would go to break. We would go to break. I'd say something really just yeah. – just enough to get fired. Yeah. I would say something just to get fired. Something colorful. And Nate yeah. would look at me. We'd, Lindsay would throw it to break, and Nate would look at me and goes, I'm going to be doing this by myself next week. <laughs> <laughs> You're gone. You're, 
I'm like, and I, and I go, it's true. And he's like, I know it is, but you're going to be gone next uh, week. I'm like, man, when he said, we just lost the game. And then he called play by play yeah. by play. Exactly. Because oh. yeah. he'd read that book before. Yeah, We've yeah, been yeah. there before. We both I'd seen, seen that Aaron Rodgers before. And I knew. The first question, I knew how this. I knew how this movie was going to. They end. did the post game show with Jason Garrett. The first question was, "Why didn't you take a knee?" <laughs> it brought us <laughs> like this. Uh, I looked at Nate like, <laughs> "What did you think about Joel's second second point?" I guess oh. that Taco reminds him. We of, almost uh, did a whole show on old school uh, offense. Hey, we can do it. That's can do why it. we got Nate on the show. That's a good. That's a good segment. Though. What do you think about him looking like Tony Tolbert? You know that's what? That's one of his old team. <laughs> yeah, that's one of his old that's teammates right there. That guy yeah. was a rare that player. That was my roommate. Yeah. for mm-hmm. nine years. Physically, they look kind of built the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tobin was, I think, a little more knock needed where he's yeah. a little bit more bowleg. But yeah. they they do look the same. This linear. Is, yeah. The, side, the way they're yeah. up and down. Yeah, mm-hmm. linear the, built. The, yeah. The, but Tony had a, a, a and thi- you know what? This is what Jason is hoping will happen. Yeah. Is that. Jimmy got rid of so many of the older guys because he tried to bring in and mix that older, younger thing, but the older guys wanted to dominate. To one day, Jimmy said, some of you older guys, you better try to help these younger guys because yeah. I already got my eye on them taking your job. Yeah. And so what he did the next year was just clean the house. Yeah. And, and, and whether it's by accident, mistake, or just how they planned it, he's trying to give these young guys a chance to identify themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow. I agree with you there. Yeah. I do. I think the thing about Tony Tolbert to me has got so much more pass rush skill. Yeah. Than what he played was. outside linebacker. Yeah. At, at, he, uh, El Paso. He, he's got a little bit of that that ability. You know, if you're really good as a pass rusher, you don't let those offensive linemen get their hands on you. Mm-hmm. And Tony Tolbert was really good at not letting people get his hands on them. And the way he had long, he, he had long, long arms. Long. If he could get to you first, he could get around you. But he he gave you very little hitting surface. You know, the way he rushed you. And you the s- thing about it, we could we could take our time because we had Jim Jeffcoat. Yeah. And then when Charles Haley came in, you know, that ge- that, that gave him some that gave him. Can I ask you a question about Charles Haley real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that that was the difference in your team? Oh was, yeah. Was that was that the one thing? I mean, you were part of Sanders. You were part I was of Sanders. That too. You're part of Sanders being brought right. in, and that was considered a huge move. But was 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 that the one thing though? When Charles came in, was that the really? Did you kind of look at each other and say, "Okay, now"? I mean, did Jimmy explain to you what no, you guys were no, doing? No, because this because was, you guys used to have to go against Charles Haley quite this, a bit. This was a move where not only Jimmy but Mr. Jones was going around asking people yeah. because remember the big, tall uh, guy that played for the Houston Oilers. He was an outside in. Uh, he was of African descent. Uh, big long lean dude it was between those two and uh jimmy kind of knew like what he robert wanted brazil to. no no no, yeah, no not no, that no, far no, back right that, no. but i i'll look him up but yeah. it was between those guys i miss miss jones coming like, hey man what do you think about this and when he said charles hey i said who yeah he said john i said i said man that dude yeah, that dude a beast i remember charles was so focused during the game and people thought you know ah that charles crazy but I remember him working with this dude while we playing the game. The dude that was next to him, he yeah. working with this dude like, hey, man, you got to do this kind of when we're doing this. I mean, he teaching him as that. Man, they got a sack on that. I told you, and then he looked at me. I told you, we could beat that fat guy. I looked at him like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> when, when what Charles allowed us to do was now 
you had the double. And Butch, Butch, uh, Butch, what's Butch, Butch last name? Davis. Butch, Butch Davis. Davis. Yeah. He really turned up the heat on the other guys. We got a guy over here getting double teamed. Some of you guys got to make plays. Tony Casillas came to life. Okay. Uh, okay, I went back to I went back to the Oilers. Then there was Ray Childers was a tackle. Glenn Montgomery was a tackle. Lamar Latham. No, was, not Latham. That's outside Kenny linebacker. Davidson wasn't the guy. So yeah. that was ninety four. Yeah. When did When did we get Haley? Haley was Haley ninety five? Ninety one. I mean, I, no. We got Haley in ninety ninety one. No, 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 no. He was Super he was Bowl. no, no. He was later than that. He was no, no. Much, he was our first Super Bowl. And then we brought in Dion. Dion came after after Haley. Yeah. Dion well, came after Haley. So it was eighty nine. I I don't 90. think no no, I think he was in San Francisco then. He was, but I'm saying they was talking about him before they brought him in. Here we are arguing about something. This is a great thing about I'll having tell you technology. What, you you look that up. I got it. Let's take our last break. When we come back, we're gonna settle this. Okay. All right. On hanging with the boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back, and we found out the answer to the dilemma that Broadus was looking up. I was, and you know, it's funny you say that because I yeah. was thinking because we ended up with the player you were talking about in Green Bay, <laughs> yeah, Sean Jones, yeah. Sean Jones played for the Packers from uh, from 1994 through 1996, so it makes sense about them looking at, at yeah, the, nine, I was thinking yeah. a long lean. 1991, bro. I, yeah, but that Sean Jones was the defensive. So they end. were looking at Sean Jones and Haley and Haley. Haley, Haley. And they, and I, they got the they got the better player. And yeah. so what happened was, Jimmy called, and said, "Hey, man, we hear y'all want to." Uh, Get rid of Charles Haley and George. Like, yeah, yeah. So, and I don't think George was doing the talking. I think Cameron Policy, uh, Carmen Policy. Policy, yeah, he, he was doing and the Mc, talking. And John McVay. And, and so they, they went. You know, hey man, you want to get rid of me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, 
And so Jimmy, like, okay, hold on. So Jimmy calls some of his guys, other teams, say, hey, man, what do you think about Haley? He say, sir, yeah, he's a little off rocker, but he, all he cares about is winning. Right. And then he talked to other guys, and, and, and all he got back consistently was, yeah, he, a little, he can go off, but all he cares about is winning. Right. And, and, he, and he's smart. Jimmy said, I can deal with that. Yeah. And he called him back and said, hey, what do y'all need? What do y'all want? And next thing you know, Jerry picking him up at the, uh, at, at the airport. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the cool. rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the move. That move was better than the Dion move for but, you guys. Yeah, but you know what, you know what uh, Steve Young told George Sifa? We just lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because he got rid of him. Yeah. And when I, when I went to the Carolina Panthers for that one year, when I shook Sifa's hand, he's like, Man, Charles Haley. That's all I said. <laughs> Charles Haley. Man, I, I, I'm telling you, Charles was wild, unpredictable. But you, you know, when Sunday came, he knew his assignments. Mm-hmm. He knew Leon Lett's assignment. He made Leon Lett a different player. I'm telling you, man, I, Leon rookie year, you know, he had the grooves and the moves, and I saw that. But I could, I could cuss at him. I could push him. I could shove him. And all of a sudden, Charles Haley showed up. Yeah. And I went from trying to handle Leon Lett and stay in his head to, hey, man, how you want to practice? <laughs> <laughs> how you want to handle this today? You know, You're a brother-in-law yeah, today? Brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little brother-in-law going yeah. on today. Going back to the uh, the taco thing, have, is, is it, did I make something up or am I seeing him with the first team a little bit more than, than well yeah we because yeah because what you're doing is you have you're seeing a little bit more because he's the backup to Lawrence and yesterday was the first time that we'd seen Lawrence extensively getting some work and it was good for the defense if you look at what the defense was able to do you know Nate and I had a chance to sit down and watch the tape and the defense uh, you know, looked better up front when it came to getting a little bit more pressure. They had some of the younger guys. But having having Demarcus Lawrence on the field is a big, big help because the battles that he had with Lyle Collins, I, I think that makes Lyle Collins better. It does. I really, really do. It does. And Nate was picking up on things. Why is that right hand outside? Why is the right hand outside? Get that hand inside. You know. And there's things that if you don't play good technique against Demarcus Lawrence, he could get away with being lazy against uh, against Taco, right. and, and, and and he could get away with being lazy against Coney Ely or right. any of those guys. You can't be lazy technique-wise against uh, Lawrence because he will embarrass you. Yeah. yeah. What are you seeing? Uh, you brought up Coney Ely. I hadn't heard a lot about him. What are you, you seeing? Anything from him? Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that answered my yeah, question. No, no, well, but, but he looks. He looks a little. Uh, and this is. I'm just going to be honest because I always feel like I am. He looks slow. Mm-hmm. He looks sluggish. He. You know when. You know, Nate and I watched Cam Fleming. Cam Fleming has been a little bit of a 50-50 blocker. Good rep, good rep, bad rep, bad, bad rep. rep. Wow. Good rep, good rep, bad rep, bad rep. You know, he hasn't been really as consistent. Mm-hmm. And when Coney Ely, I mean, I've seen rookie, rookie defensive lineman ends win against, uh, against Cam Fleming. And when a veteran guy, a crafty veteran guy, got three sacks in the Super Bowl, when he's not winning against a guy that people or other people are winning at about a 50% clip, it makes you a little bit concerned. Rushing Where's down the middle. Where's his mind at? Yeah. Where, I mean, you you grinding, and, and I don't know if he's a lock. I don't think he team. is. I don't so, think he is. And then we start talking about, okay, Armstrong on that side. You start talking about potentially Randy Gregory on that side. You're talking about already with uh, with uh, with uh, the uh, Crawford over there. 
you know, the odd man out. If you ask me to cut that position right now, and this is without even seeing Randy Gregory, mm-hmm. yeah, I would put Randy Gregory third. Yeah, because because t- to me, Coney Ely is not doing anything. Again, this is Brian Broaddus observation week one, but yesterday's practice, I need him to do so much more, and he it's not. I mean, I thought he would come in here. You know they they kept Hyped. they kept him out of really all the OTAs, all the mini camps to say, okay, get in shape. We want you to get in shape, and he doesn't look like he's playing like he's in shape, and that that that's bothersome. Like right he's been off eighteen months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. So this is the beginning of we're, we're now into officially, I guess, week two, right? We've been out yeah. here a week. Yeah. You're, you're getting ready to next week. We go to uh, San, San Fran to play right. on Thursday. What what is different in week two? Than week one, or is there anything that's? It's going to be a difference because you you you'll see more a little bit more of your veteran guys getting prepared for those for that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, that, that that's on that. I think they'll get a few more reps, not a lot, but just a few more reps, getting ready for that one series or two, depending on who you are. That they but play Brad, the game. But a quick question. Can, can, I, can I follow up on his? Okay. After, okay. I, I love your answer. Yeah. I think the sense of urgency. I think we saw at the start of a, we had an off day. We had a Sunday practice that got through that. We had a Monday off day. Yesterday was the first day back. We got three in a row. You get through week one, if you're a young player, you're not getting that week back. If you had a bad week or if you're just okay or you're not doing, you know, you're just kind of riding riding along. You're really not doing anything to make yourself differentiate between you and somebody else. You just lost a week. You just lost practices. I think that's why we saw yesterday's practice, and you'll probably see it this week too, with no game, blue and white scrimmage on Sunday, which we hope everybody comes out and sees us if you're in the area. But I, you're, I think you see the intensity pick up because you're running out of practices out here. When they get back to the star, it's, it's, they, time. it's, it's, it's like, you know what, we're getting ready for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, We don't have time. That last preseason game is a formality where they'll say, Okay, all the guys that are going to get cut are going to play today. Yeah. Now, there's some guys that will fight for some spots, but if you're a young guy out here and you're not not making headway and you're not doing anything, you just wasted a week. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll see a little bit. Second week will be a little bit more intense. And then the third week when you know it's a game, boom, you better be ready to play. And, yeah. and, 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 and you know what? That's more – that intense is more with, with Sean Lee and those guys picking it up. The young guys, like he said, when you lose that week, yeah, and coaches starting to form their opinion. Coaches watching tape, yeah. yeah. They you personnel went, meetings. You went from the first week where coach was all over you, talking to you. Now he's just correcting you yeah. and moving on. Yeah, and you like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last week he stopped and grabbed yeah. me and looked uh-huh. me in the eye. Yeah. This week he just made a comment and moved. Yeah, because you wasted a week. You wasted a week. Yeah, so that's why you see the guys get a little. Little chippy, little edgy out oh, there. Oh, you're gonna see. Uh, well, you saw a guy yesterday, like uh, Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis is not. I don't think any danger of not making this roster, but you do see. You see guys that he was a starter, and who's he fighting? He's fighting Lance Lenore, who's trying to fight to make this team. Right, right. You know, Lance Lenore's out there running his rear off, trying to catch balls, trying to make plays. Whoa, Lance wow. Lenore's a tough guy. He's willing to fight people. Right. You know, you're trying, as a young guy, you're trying to make an impression in these coaches' mind to avoid exactly what Nate, when they stop talking to you, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. You you might as well get get ready on September 1. You're going to be either on the practice squad or you're going to be playing somewhere else, yeah. or you might be working with me and, and Nate and us all in the media. Yeah. You know? 
So be you ready. Getting my job, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like my boy Woods. You ain't taking my job. I respect what you do. But. Before we get out of here, we don't have a lot of time left. But we had uh, Jeff Heath on the show yesterday. We yeah. Had, we asked him who, who he'd kind of been watching on sure. the defensive side, and sure. he brought up 32 and said he's yeah. got a real shot Alumba. at making this team. Alumba, Alumba. yeah, Donovan Alumba. Yeah. What are you and, seeing? Yeah, and you know what's funny is he is when you look at him. Uh, Portland State is not a powerhouse team that makes you think about football, but mm-hmm. Portland State over the years has played some pretty good football. What's interesting about him is his size. Tall, rangy. Tall, long. long and mm-hmm. tall and long and not afraid. And so, and that's what Richard loves, right, these tall, yeah, long Yeah, give me the long. Right? And, and he's been very good as far as jam, redirect, stay with, be in position, ball in the air. I'm not going to let you have this. I've got long arms. You're a shorter receiver, Cole Beasley. I'm knocking this away. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where he's – I think they, you know this team has had a great history. As a matter of fact, he's walking around. I wish we could move the camera. He's that's a good-looking guy physically, right there, mm-hmm. walking along the side. When you talk about a corner, now the the thing I worry about, guys, is he's had a really good first week, and now all of a sudden you're in a situation where, gosh, if you could just keep the momentum, yeah. keep the momentum, because he does have a shot to make this football team. Duke Thomas did it last year, you know, as and, and he got hurt very late in the uh, the campaign, but. He's a kid that's, that's come out. He's been very competitive. He's made plays on the football. Let's see if he tackles when we get to the blue-white scrimmage. He's going to get plenty of opportunities to do that and then also in these preseason games. One guy that you guys are going to focus on today at practice, who are you watching today, Nate? I'm just you know, brother, wherever the action at. Mm-hmm. I mean, yesterday I missed the action. I did was doing a radio show, and the action was the DBs. Yeah, sure you was. You know, so wherever the action, it ain't no one guy because all of them are young. Yeah. All of them are promising. You know, so wherever the action at, I'm, I'm going to try to be where the action at. What about you, brother? I sit there and watch Leighton Vander Esch. I really want to know. He's starting to get a lot more reps, you know, with Should him. Should be a starter. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking at this. It, it very well working that way. I think that the more that he gets to practice, the more the good, the bad, let's see it all. But I, I'm keeping my eye on him. I find when I watch, when Nate and I are together watching tape, we'll watch something happen on the outside, and then I Van Esch in the middle. We, our eyes go from outside to inside yeah. to see how he's reacting. That's a guy. The next couple of days, I'm interested to see how they're really going to play this stuff at that Mike linebacker spot. Awesome. Well, we got to get out of here. Appreciate the time, bro. Thank you, man. Always Appreciate a pleasure you when Thank, you come on, thanks, man. Thanks, Nate. Thanks Nate. for all the old stories, man. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be back same time tomorrow, <laughs> 2.30 on Hanging with the Boys. To it. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?